Hello and welcome to today's Wake Up Happy podcast. Today, I'm going to be talking about personality blind spots. For every single one of my listeners, you have a personality blind spot. And yes, that implies that I have one too. Our subconscious mind is really powerful. Now, this isn't hoo-ha, this is science. Modern medicine, psychology, it all recognizes that we each have a subconscious mind. So the subconscious mind matters because it's proof of this personality blind spot that I'm talking about. I'll give you an example. Think of someone who is sort of a fitness freak. Now, they might not say it outwardly, but we could sit back and say, yeah, that's a big part of that person's identity. We all have a friend like that. Now, say that person who really relies on this, I'm fit, I'm healthy, and it sort of gives them you know, a fair bit of their self-esteem. They get really drunk every second or third weekend. Now, that's a pretty normal phenomenon, right? Nothing new here. But what's underlying the ability for that person to see themselves as healthy, but then also engage in behavior that we know is not healthy? There's two theories that underscore this. And before I get into them, I want to explain how this contradiction between this person's actions and their beliefs about themselves might be a problem. If someone ever tried to suggest that their drinking maybe wasn't healthy, without it being a personal attack, it could be something on the Today Show. If this person really relies on this idea of them being healthy to give them their self-worth, they're not going to want to hear anything that suggests the contrary. Now, this is problematic. Because this person has internalized a belief about themselves, and now anything that might prove or slightly suggest that it's not entirely true, they're going to find this really uncomfortable and they're going to engage in what's called cognitive dissonance. So I'll give you an example. This person that we're hypothetically talking about hears on the Today Show that anything more than two drinks is really bad for your health, it has lasting effects on your organs, and yada, 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 yada. And say you look over at this person and you can see their brain is going, hmm, oh my gosh. And they might say something like, oh, that's ridiculous. They've got no proof for that. Or they might even be a little more intelligent than that and mention a study that they read that suggests that the guidelines on alcohol drinking are wrong. So the use of that self-justifying thought about a study that disproves it, right? That's an example of cognitive dissonance. Now, cognitive dissonance is basically the psychological theory that as humans, we find it really orcs, really uncomfortable, when we have a conflicting belief with our actions or our actions conflict with our beliefs, one or the other. 
And the theory suggests that this is very uncomfortable and a human will do whatever it can to ease that discomfort. Now, how do you ease the discomfort? You ease the contradiction, right? Now, there are two ways to do this. One is to do something that contradicts with your values. So this person engages in a behavior that's quite unhealthy, but they identify as a, as a person who's achieved optimum health, right? So they can either stop the behavior that's causing the contradiction. They can stop binge drinking or they can implement some self-justifying thoughts so that they feel better about their existing behavior. Now, one is obviously more inclined to constitute personal growth than the other. Can you guess which one it is? I have very high thoughts of my listeners, so I'm going to assume that you all guessed that matching your actions to your values and your beliefs is way better than implementing some kind of self-justifying behavior to make you feel better about what it is that you're doing. So this is cognitive dissonance, right? But the theory of cognitive dissonance relies on the fact that you feel uncomfortable by the contradiction. Now, sometimes we're not really aware of the fact that we're uncomfortable. We might just be so good at self-justifying a behavior of ours that we don't even actually realize that it makes us uncomfortable. So a really good way to figure out when and where you're using cognitive dissonance is to start taking note or writing a list of when you use self-justifying behaviors. Now, not all self-justifying behaviors mean that you're engaging in cognitive dissonance. Cognitive dissonance isn't always a bad thing, right? You might care about the rights of animals, but kill spiders in your house. But if you can sit with the contradiction and say, look, I do care about animals, but I also will kill an insect when it is inside my house. That is functional. That's quite healthy. Now, the difference between someone who can say that versus the person, the fitness freak example, the fitness freak example, that person relies too much on their identifying personality trait, right? They, they rely too much on the fact that they're this fitness freak and that's what gives them their self-esteem. If they felt that they had inherent value, just as they were, unhealthy, healthy, you know, anything to the contrary would be much less distressing to them. Now, this is going into another topic, but I just want to start with how do we identify cognitive dissonance and what's the best way to fix it? Now it's hard matching your actions to your values. It is really hard, but that is what's going to separate you from the people who aren't fulfilled in life and aren't successful. That's what's going to separate you. If you find it really hard to state, yeah, I'm vegan, but I kill insects in my house. If that's really uncomfortable for you, there might be a few reasons. Maybe it really is a breach of your values and you know it and your subconscious mind is trying to protect you from that fact. Or maybe you overvalue the fact that being vegan is what gives you worth in society and that's why you really don't want to admit anything 
that might suggest that you're not 100,000% fully-fledged vegan. So there are different sources and different reasons as to why we implement cognitive dissonance, and like I said, it's not always bad. But your personality blind spot is hiding among your cognitive dissonance. So guys, I feel like I've left you with more thought-provoking problems than solutions. And this is part of personal development, right? And growth. You kind of open Pandora's box and then you're like, <laughs> now what do I do? But just try and implement a really non-judgmental attitude and go, hey, what do I self-justify? And if you get to a point where you're feeling really confused, that's probably the time to reach out to a therapist or a coach. And you can kind of work through this with someone else or even a friend that you trust. All right, guys, I hope I've given you a little more stuff to add into your toolkit and I will see you next week. Have an awesome week and we will talk soon.